0: Time for this week's edition of the Source Weekly Update, out of the press and into your ear, every week found wherever you get audio. And now, let's take a look at some of our highlights from Volume 25, Issue 34, dated August 22nd. From the News Desk Planning Effort Targets Southeastern Oregon Environment Group Questions BLM Plan Choice by Hillary Corrigan. The public has another week to help craft an update to the plan that manages a chunk of southeastern Oregon. The Bureau of Land Management is amending its resource management plan for up to 4.6 million acres of its public lands in southeastern Oregon. A federal law directs MLM to develop, maintain, amend, and revise land use plans that direct the uses, restrictions, and management of lands in the long term. An amendment updates an existing plan focusing on a limited set of specific issues. Disagreement over processes involving the Southeastern Oregon Resource Management Plan date back about 20 years, including court cases between BLM and the Oregon Natural Desert Association that resulted in a settlement requiring BLM to amend the plan to address wilderness characteristics, off-highway vehicle use, and grazing management, among other factors. BLM has laid out a few possible plans, Alternatives B, C, and D would establish boundary areas and protect different units of lands with wilderness characteristics. Large areas that it finds offer outstanding opportunities for solitude or primitive recreation, plus set varying limits on OHV use. Two of those plans would also set additional rules on grazing permits. BLM chose Alternative A, that it says continues current management would set no additional protections for lands with wilderness characteristics, and would continue current management practices on grazing permits and OHV use. Onda has warned that Alternative A would simply continue the 2002 plan's management of the area without updating based on changes to the landscape seen over the past 17 years, including such factors as climate change, wildfires, and endangered and invasive species. Next, from our sound section, four favorites, Big Dalla. Damien Lillard, a.k.a. Dame Dalla, is blessing our ears this offseason with his third album by Isaac Beale. When he isn't busy hitting big-time buzzer beaters over Paul George or being a father, you can probably find Damien Lillard in the studio rapping his A off. The Portland Trailblazers' starting point guard now officially has three albums under his belt with the release of his latest effort, Big Dalla. While you've probably heard the jokes about athletes trying to rap in the past, Lillard is one of the few who are actually good at the trade and have made a stable foundation in the industry. For someone who spends most of the year traveling and pushing his body to the limits, the time he does have to use as a hip-hop artist clearly isn't wasted. Big Dollar is Lillard's best work to date by far. It seems fitting as it comes following his most prolific and successful NBA season as both a player and team. After sitting with the album for a little while, here are my four favorites from the project, and what makes them each stand out. Moneyball, featuring Jeremy, Danny from Sobrante, and Derek Milano Firstly, if you throw a Jeremy feature on a track, I'm probably going to like it. But more than that, this might be the song with the most radio success potential from Lillard. It's smooth and a total flex. Getting money ain't new to me, sings Jeremy on the hook. The song is a total group effort, which may be what makes it so fun in the first place. Cupid This track makes the list because it's great to hear Lillard flowing solo and be this captivating. He has this laid-back style to his tone that's inviting and easy to listen to. Now, this is the track for people who don't want any extra frills or additives. Cupid is just Lillard rapping over a classic West Coast beat, being himself. Beach, featuring Derek Milano this might be my number one on the album. Lillard sounds poetic praising his girl here, preaching to do anything for her, even bringing sand to the beach. In the heat of the summer, this is the type of jam you need to have in rotation. I've been shooting for a minute, this a kill shot, raps Lillard, as he not only references his knack for the long ball, but his pursuit at this chance of love. Check, all about the check, no Nike, says Lillard, as he professes his knack for securing a bag and proclaims his loyalty to Adidas. While soft-spoken for most of the time and letting his game do the talking on the court, it's great to hear Lillard let his mouth run a little here. Always the underdog, check, celebrates Lillard's talents and grind to get to where he's at today. Nothing given, everything earned. And finally, from our Natural World column, At Last, A Way to Protect Birds from Cats by Jim Anderson are cats cuddly companions or fine-tuned killing machines they're both and their owners know that cats that live in the wild or are indoor pets allowed to roam outdoors kill about 2.4 billion birds in the continental u.s each year according to the american bird conservancy contributing to the extinction of at least 64 bird mammal and reptile species their owners respond with a shrug of their shoulders or they state oh well that's nature Yes, it is natural for cats to kill things. That's what cats are designed by nature to do. But it's not natural for domestic cats to kill indigenous wildlife just because it is there. That's the influence of man and his feline pets on the natural world. But at last, birds and other native wildlife roaming around outside homes and businesses can be safe from domestic cats. The photo of a bird's be safe collar on a friend's cat seen in this story may look awkward for it to get around in but scientific tests have demonstrated cats are not harmed, but may be annoyed, when wearing it. The device is 87% successful at keeping cats from catching birds, according to the company, with the bright colors designed to help songbirds see cats sooner. Scientific studies have shown that part of a three-year U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service-funded effort to estimate the number of birds killed by predators, chemicals, and in collisions with wind generators and windows showed that they are in the billions. Because of that, about a third of the 800 species of birds in the USA are endangered, threatened, or in significant decline, according to the American Bird Conservancy. On top of that, a report in Nature Communications estimates a much higher figure than the billions of annual bird deaths previously attributed to cats. The study also reports that from 6.9 billion to as many as 20.7 billion mammals, mainly mice, shrews, rabbits, and voles, are killed by cats annually in the contiguous 48 states. The local cat owner who told me about this remarkable device was pleased with the results. No more dead birds at my doorstep, she exclaimed, and she heaped more praise on the Birds Be Safe collar when she said, My cat doesn't even know she's wearing it, and if the collar gets tangled in the brush, it'll just break away, and the cat comes home unharmed. You can get them at BirdsBeSafe.com. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of the Source Weekly Podcast. Be sure to pick up your free copy of the Source Weekly wherever you find yourself in Central Oregon or log on to our website, bensource.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Sam Scholl.